right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else, this is another episode of Spit Sessions. I'm sitting here with um, we're Reggie right now. How you feeling? You good? Feeling pretty good. Nice yeah. uh, brisk walk over here. Yeah, that's wild, man. I didn't expect you to be doing that because you usually be whipping it up and whatnot. Yeah, but. well, I apparently told too many people that a, a Hyundai Elantra is a, a reliable, good, cheap car. Uh-huh, because now you... I jinxed it. You can burn, like, mad calories on the way over here. And it's it's pretty cold out right now, too, because... Uh, yeah, it's all right. So what is it, like, two miles? I think so. It's not that bad. You usually walk to work? Yeah, I usually walk to work and yeah. shit like that, so it's not too bad. It'll take, like, around 30 minutes or less, but you all know what the fuck going on. It is Halloween. At least by the time this drops, it's going to be Halloween, at least. So same thing we did last year. We got some treats for you motherfuckers and some tricks bitch Hell be yeah, ready you nasty motherfuckers so one of the things that i definitely wanted to get into right off the bat because i feel like i'm incredibly enthused about it i've been spending the last few days of mine acting like a crackhead about it you all know we some video game motherfuckers it's all good it's cool but i rarely move things around to make room <laughs> <laughs> for for video games and stuff i went and purchased an external hard drive i pre-ordered pretty much the digital copy of this game so that by the time i got out of work i could come home get butt naked dick all out sword nearby so i could play this game but red dead redemption 2 has dropped and let me tell you something man I'm all into this shit. This shit is phenomenal, dude. Have have you been playing it that much? I was not, but then I ended up having a free night last night, so I played it all night. Word. Yo, all right. See, the first thing is there's been a lot of talk around this game because it's been a game that we've expected for years. The last Red Dead Redemption that came out was pretty damn good, I must say, but this game takes place before that one takes place and we see some of the characters that we see in that game i like the uh i think the story of it is a good idea it is it's 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 like about this game coming to terms with the end of the old west as they know it exactly they're basically being phased out of existence and they're still gripping on to being you know rough and tumble precisely precisely like the law is coming down on them and i don't want to drop any spoilers or anything like that but i feel like the the information that we're we're sharing right now is pretty yeah, much I mean, that's, that's the, it's whole, the yeah. premise of the game but i enjoy games like that you know i realize like a lot of the games that we play um they come from a place where it's the end of an era of some sort and for example in red dead redemption it's like yo the age of the outlaw is over and other games you might play maybe or shows i might watch i watch anime and shit like Roroni kenshin the age of the samurai is over like you can't carry swords around you like we told them things now it's illegal to do this that and the other shit i play yakuza and there's people been like yo we can't be out here like gang banging and doing this that, and the other but What's By really, the way, really quick, I up? did hear that Fist of the North Star game is essentially a Yakuza game with Fist of the North Star. I had here, that feeling when I played the demo. Which might be cool. Yeah, that it is actually cool. I was beating the shit out of niggas because I was punching niggas in the face and their whole body was exploding. I never watched that anime, so that threw me off. I was uh, like, yo, it's you juicy. Know, that was one of the first ones I ever saw. That shit is bad. Really? It makes Blockbuster sense. Blockbuster Video had like four anime movies. Yeah, for sure. So... 
that we getting into some old school stuff right now it's pretty awesome the game is cool but going on a tangent for a little bit anime which we're speaking on if you're into that <laughs> i guess i can get into that later but welcome to the nerd cast welcome to the nerd like we we get a chance to like nerd out when there are certain things going on in the world we'll we'll target well, those you like things, being but referred to as a blurred right hell no nah, fuck you <laughs> the fuck wrong with you man don't don't ever disrespect me like that i hate that shit so much it's like so my thing is i don't really label myself as certain things i have things that i'm into i play dungeons and dragons i watch anime i watch you know cartoons i grew up on toonami you know i've never cosplayed because i can't find a lot of stuff that can fit me I think I tried to do Barrett one time from Final Fantasy seven, but I couldn't make an effective gun arm. But I got this on deck in a high top eight. But I feel like once you start getting into, you know, the blurred or, you know, the blavity or certain things like that, you kind of you kind of focus more so on your ethnicity than you focus on the things that you're listening to or you're enjoying. And that's OK, because coming from where we come from, we we aren't necessarily told, yo, you a lame ass nigga. That's why we talk on incels and stuff like that. But there's a lot of dudes who give women grief online because women have an interest in the things that they have in. Yeah. That lady, you know, got suspended. She off of be, Twitter yeah, she be because getting Because she said Naruto wasn't shit. And, you know, honestly, I agree. Naruto fans can be just as bad as like Nicki Minaj fans and stuff like that. Oh, There's yeah, no, no anime fans. Uh, they get video crazy. Game fans are especially it bad. gets really, really bad for no reason. I don't know if we're ready to come full circle, but I actually had something to say about that. Okay, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I'm going to wrap it up so far because I haven't even gotten that far into the story of Red Dead Redemption 2. But I like the fact that there it's a it's diverse cast of characters yeah you, you got see black people in you got the game, negroes native americans. native americans irish folk yeah i don't see any asians but i mean it's 1899 yeah, in america pop like up. i'm pretty sure they will they was working on railroads uh, what i shit. enjoy about it is the meta gameplay as they call it mm-hmm. i feel like anybody will have a story that's somewhat unique to them in their experience it's not all about like okay i, I did this story mission and this happened it's yes the little things in between so, yes. for instance, what happened to me today is I was riding around and I was trying to get to this town, but I got to the town and it wasn't a town. It was like a private oil something. Mm-hmm. So, like, 20 guys started shooting at me. Damn. And I tried to run away and they killed my horse. I'm sorry. Well, I wasn't mad because near the beginning of the game, they make you buy a really tiny horse that isn't very good. Yeah. And it was worse than my previous horse. So I kind of wasn't fucking with that horse anyway. Oh, the damn. horse died. I escaped. <laughs> and I ran. Like I spent too much in reality time running to another place because <laughs> you can't. You're just stranded now. <laughs> it's not easy to find a horse it's and tame not, it. It's, it's not, not like another game where you get on your cell phone. They deliver you a they car. They deliver a horse. There's not a lot of fast no. travel. You can't smoke so, signal the horse towards you. Like if you end up on your ass in this game or just hurt and walking you have to walk that out and your character does get tired and he does lose stamina you can rest and try and get that shit back up but he does get dirty like that's the thing that was freaking me out the most bro like do you see did you get to the part where you was like throwing hands in mud and shit oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit is nasty well everybody back then was musty it's in- well yes they were everybody was musty. it's interesting though because so like i was the attention to detail and that snow and everything in the beginning was really like damn right yeah but then you know you get dirty 
And then if you don't do anything about it, it crusts on you and it gets light colored. It's yes. And it's in all the cutscenes. It's in the cutscenes. I was disgusted. <laughs> I was like playing it and I was like, man, this is I was getting anxiety from walking around with blood and because I had picked up a few bodies trying to like get rid of them and stuff. Yeah, they comment on it. They're like, damn, you all covered in blood. What's wrong you with you? You look like a butcher. I'm like, damn, people be snitching on me and shit. I, I did a side quest where I went inside of this hotel room or something like this. This lady was in her underwear outside like, you got to help me, sir. I was like, what the hell you do? She was like, come here. I was like, I went upstairs and I went into the room and it's a nigga with a knife in his chest. Uh-huh. I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, he got on top of me. He started beating me and biting me. He was like a demon straight out of hell. You got to hide the body, mister. And I was like, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so I picked this motherfucker it's like up. It's the Westworld, right? It, right. <laughs> I picked this motherfucker up and I go outside. She's like, just drop him in the pig pen. They'll get rid of the body. I'm like, all right, cool. That's easy. I go right around the corner and I throw his ass into the pig pen. All of a sudden I hear some bitch ass nigga go, Hey, I'm going to the law. <laughs> and an icon pops up and they're like, hey, you better go get the witness. I'm like, nah, bro, nah. So I'm trying to chase him and like be like, hey, man, don't snitch or threaten him or some shit. But he gets to the sheriff's office and now the whole town is like looking for me. I'm like, oh, no. So I dip out and I got a $20 bounty on my fucking head that I had to pay off. And $20 in like 1899. Yeah, that's was a lot of money. That was you could buy the whole bar out. But that's part of it. So like you were doing kind of a side mission thing and then there's an interesting wrinkle to it. What I found out about the thing that I was doing is I ditched the horse, but then you have to go back and get the saddle. Why? Because all your shit's in there, all your guns and stuff. They hold, they hold true to that. I thought if you lost the saddle, I found out that you could go to one of those stables, but then they're not close either. They're, they're spread pretty far apart. So if you go to a stable, then you can get all of your belongings back. You get your saddle back. But basically, I was like, oh, I got to go back in that town and sneak in and get my saddle that's laying on the floor. So you only had like a knife? I had like a gun because, you know, you can. The handgun, right? You can put all sorts of rifles and shit in your. On your back and shit like that. Damn, Um, you was out here butt naked. And I ran into a prisoner on the side of the road and he was saying, shoot the chains off his feet. And I was Was like. Was he black? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I was just going to, I was going to ignore him, but I was like, let's see where this goes. One thing, I don't know if I'd call it a flaw about the game, is if you want to talk to somebody, you hold the left trigger. Left trigger, yes. But it's what did also you do? the aim mechanic. So you. <laughs> so I shot the chains from between his feet. I was like, okay, now you're going to give me a diamond necklace or something, you know. And uh-huh. then he's like, thanks, mister. I'm going to make it worth your while. And then I held the left trigger to say like, <laughs> yeah, give me the shit. And I just started pointing a gun in his face. <laughs> he's like, you're crazy. And he starts running away. And I was like, well, maybe if I lasso him. He'll calm down and then he'll give me whatever he was going to give me. So then I lasso yeah. him and then I set him free. And he's like, you're really crazy. And then <laughs> So I just killed him and took his clothes. No! But I don't, he probably did something bad. I mean, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he did if he I was just like wanted, a prisoner. You know, I wanted $5. No, yeah, $5 is a lot of money. The same thing happened to me. I was doing this like bounty hunting mission and I ended up. Did you kill him? No. I usually always, first off, I always throw hands in the game. I prefer to beat your ass because the fighting mechanics are pretty cool. It's like block, block, mm-hmm. still off your ass, like whatever else. But there have been several instances where I'm trying to help somebody or I go to de-escalate a situation that I'm not even involved in. And somebody be like, hey, man, you better mind your business. And I'm like, bro, I right, listen, everybody just chill the fuck out. And I've usually had conversations just go calm down once I've done that. These niggas, like, I guess they was from the O'Driscoll gang, which is a rival gang. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know because all these white people in the game looked the same to me. And one of them was like, wait a minute. 
is that? And then these niggas get to reach. And I was like, oh, no. So I reach, had to lay their ass down. And then they was just like, hey, you murdered people. The law is on the way. But I was right. like, but they pulled it on me. The bounty is about to be up to $40. Exactly. That, it's real cool because they say the age of the outlaw is like done. But they really mean that shit. You can't clap nobody without getting you in trouble. leave no loose ends. None. You um, got to put the I'm mask on. I'm assuming you haven't gotten here yet, but it made me laugh out loud where you go drinking with the black yes, person in the game. Yes, I got there. Okay. I got there. <laughs> that shit. Did you catch him in the act? Of what? You got to replay that mission. Uh, you got to replay that somebody? Mission. So I was just it laughing. Was, it was when everybody looked like him. Yes, that so, dude that killed me. Yeah. What, what was his name? Leroy or something? Lenny. <laughs> Lenny. Lenny. All right, you racist. <laughs> you just called that nigga Leroy. Dude, they have you going around in this bar like, Lenny? Lenny, Lenny. to everybody, but Lenny. they all They all look all like him. I busted, I opened the door to a room. I was like, wait, where's Lenny? I busted open and he was laying there and it was him and the lady looked like Lenny on top of him. She was <laughs> And scream and I just like backed up out the room and stuff. That was a fun mission. That was pretty cool. They're all wearing different clothes, but they have the same the black same guy in. face. That's fucking exactly. Funny. That shit is ridiculous. Uh, so p- gamers are crazy and they yes. are upset. Yes, that certain outlets only gave this game a nine out of ten. Yeah, and this is before any regular people were allowed to play this video game. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, so people were in this one outlet, uh, GameSpot. They had a woman review it, so that made it worse. It made it worse for whatever reason. Were they doxing her, like putting her address and shit out there? I don't know how bad it got, but there was a lot of comments saying, you know, I knew that it was not going to be this score or whatever as soon as I heard the female voice. Oh, God. So it's getting a 9 or a 10 out of 10 at every publication, whether it's deserved or not. And it's a 97 on Metacritic and people are like, no, not good enough. Wow. I don't understand (laughs) that. I never understood that idea of like, Okay, if you really enjoy something, why does it matter how much somebody else does or does not enjoy There you it? go. Same thing with music. Same thing with yeah. food. People get very, very wrapped up into... I think it's a result of being in the bubble that you have created in your space. We've discussed this, where you like to surround yourself with like-minded individuals, and that's okay when it comes to having an opinion on people's way of living, people's rights. Because I want to be around people that think women have rights. I would like to be around people that think black people deserve to live without being harassed by the cops, stuff like that. Do I want to be around people that threaten to shoot up a restaurant because they put pineapple on pizza? <laughs> or uh, no. <laughs> or dock somebody if they don't like Naruto enough? No, no, there's a line. There's a line. But I think once people, it's, an, it's the effect of everyone getting around people that have like mindedness and they start escalating things and they think that it's normal to escalate things because they got yes men around them who also escalate things so if you and i we like harold's chicken right if i like if we just keep going like we just made it a tradition to go every week and whatnot and eventually i was in the harold's chicken with you and i was just like man it's just so good damn just shoot up an Uncle Remus. <laughs> yeah. You need friends around you that are going to pump the brakes. And we're just not going like, to start a chicken gang war. Nah, we're not going to like let it off in this bitch, you know? So I don't understand that. To each his own, to each their own. Do what you do, like what you like, as long as it's harmless. But you can't be fucking with people because they have a different opinion than you do. That's not right. Who raised you? That's like when you meet a an older white gentleman and mm-hmm. he's like... 
All I know about music is that either the Beatles or Led Zeppelin are the best band of all time. Yeah, I like those bands and they've made very great music, but I'm not going to do this with you, elder white man. There's like diversify your bonds, my nigga. Like there's too much out here to be doing that yes, stuff. It's a big world. So speaking of older white men, I feel like this might be one of those episodes that streams like flawlessly because this tangent I'm about to go on is like pretty relevant. Okay, but that's a little... Uh you're feeling yourself, all I, right? I'm feeling us okay. <laughs> right now as a unit. We in this together. So we speaking on how older white men are crazy. Uh, this bomb situation. Is he Native American? I don't know. He's the dude tied, with the Trump stickers? Yeah, because he's tied to this tribe. I haven't read anything that explicitly says, like, yet he is this or whatever. But uh-huh. he's, um forget what tribe it was. But yeah, he's clearly mentally imbalanced. And his yeah. family said as much. Yeah, but it, it's he's an interesting guy. He was a DJ, a bodybuilder, what? a stripper. This man was like a jack of all trades. And then he got to a point where he was living out of his van covered in Trump stickers, covered in Trump stickers. And did he make the bombs from scratch? I'm assuming so. I don't. There's not a bomb store. Is that easy to do? Can we just do that? Will this get flagged for Making me asking bombs that question? Is not. I mean, Art? yeah. Whoa. Have you you been fucking around? No, I'm not that white. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay but no i mean like you think about it like you just, just, just three, chemicals four things yeah just yeah i assume and obviously he didn't make them that good i feel like you know shouldn't somebody have caught him prior because i assume he like looked up the instructions or something and we all got federal agents so yeah, i feel like they could be for them to to get you on, take that, you you gotta be on the list already oh yeah yeah well they're not gonna bust down now. your house if you look up like how to pirate pootie tang that is something that I have looked up. Honestly, Pootie Tang <laughs> is a classic. Yeah. So that's what's up. But that's crazy because he sent bombs to Obama, Hillary Clinton, like maybe Bill Clinton if they living together. I don't know what, they, <laughs> don't I don't, know what they're doing. I don't know what their marital situation. But Robert De Niro. Yeah. You know, I feel like he's not as out as some celebrities, but he's fairly vocal about being he is very vocal. liberal. A lot of people. Maxine are, Waters. Maxine Watt, yeah, she wasn't scared. Yeah, she said, she, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. She was around Jim Crow. Ain't nobody fucking with Maxine Waters. But that's pretty crazy, man. Like, She's so dope. Did you know somebody on Fox News was making fun of her wig? Did we ever talk about that? No, I don't think we did. They said that she had a bootleg looking James Brown wig. That's disrespectful, but yeah. okay. I mean. It was almost a good burn. It does look stiff sometimes. I but, wouldn't admit that much. But, you know, when you consider who it's coming from and how they're wording it. Yes. It like. Is, mm. You know, it's kind of spicy. If you would have came at her like that after she stepped on your shoes or something. Right. That's deserved. I might have laughed with you. Yes, exactly. But they have ulterior motives and whatnot. Yeah. Right. So we spoke on anime a little bit. So we're just done with that bomber, huh? No, I mean, mean, he's just crazy. I've gotten to a place where it's bad because I'm like desensitized. Like we live in a weird ass world, man. It is. I just switched from talking about bombs being delivered to people to like willingly going back to anime because I'm just like, oh, some more crazy shit. Woo, but escapism. That's, that it is. That's how it is right now. Like, who knows like how many days we are from like another school shooting or some shit like that. You know, there's still people that there's a documentary apparently about the Sandy Hook autopsies and stuff like that that people can watch because that's still about it being a false flag or proving that potentially it's, it's real. Like it's going to go one way or the other. I just feel like I'm like, yo, like this shit is wild. This shit is crazy. But the days of being alarmed at things happening have gone. You remember when anthrax was a thing? Yeah, it's just too frequent. I remember 
when I was younger, you know, the, the news has always had this aspect of like, here's the scary thing that's happening. Right. But these old scary things, like remember when escalators are going to kill everybody or yeah. West Nile virus. Right. Now it's like, remember when motherfuckers were trying to stop Coney? Right. And now it's, <laughs> Hey, we're shooting up synagogues, running yeah. people over. People In the are synagogue blowing shooting. up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Man, leave Jewish people alone, man. They've been through enough, bro. Like for real. I don't know why, but of course, as a black person, things happen to me, but they don't make me as nervous. And this is going to sound wrong, but there's something about being a straight up Nazi and like talking about Jewish people in a very negative way that makes me super duper nervous. I think it's because we saw how far that shit got in the 1940s, probably. Mm -hmm. So when you treat niggas wrong, like people will at least be like, nah, it's over exaggerated. You know, nobody's really doing that. You're just being sensitive, blah, 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 blame Obama. But with World War II and the Holocaust, there's like receipts, yeah. worldwide receipts. So if I'm around somebody and they're just like, you know, Mein Kampf, blah, blah, I'm going to be like, Ooh, like my butt cheeks clench up and I get real nervous. I'm like, hey, man, like you because automatically to me, that means you're crazy because we saw what happened with that, like how that went down. And well, you're still doing that. I'm like, bro, you see the same kind of thing happen over and over again. Right. It's a lower class white person who has never probably even met a black person or a Jewish person. Right. And they are going through some sort of hardship and they don't know who to blame or what to turn to. And then some skinhead guy would be like, hey, come hang out with us, brother. And then they're like, you know, all your problems are not actually yours. It's the, the Jew media and they control the money and black people also somehow, even though you don't live around black people. I was actually talking to a real life Jewish person recently was about Zach? this. No. Oh, okay. It was, it a different was one. the bakery friend. Oh, nice. Um, and what I thought was weird is I feel like black people, you get a lot of reinforcement of negative stereotypes in different mediums, right? I don't want to say it's understandable because it's not, but like you can kind of see why somebody who is really, really ignorant where they could get some of these views from if they only watch certain shows or whatever. Right. Right. When it comes to Jewish people, I feel like it's more of an enigma. Right. I don't feel like so you, you, know, you don't turn TV on yeah. and they have a stereotypical Jewish banker, whatever the fuck, like right. any of these things that people are upset at Jewish people about, whatever. No, that's about. valid. That's valid. The only Jewish stereotypes that we might end up seeing are a germaphobe, maybe stingy with money for whatever reason, or a bagel liking person. <laughs> and they have a voice that goes like, oh my God, like oh, yeah. some weird shit like that. And I'm like, all right, that's played out. Like that's not harmful. But it's but just interesting how like yeah. it's living on somehow, but like yes. where I understand that somebody can tell you like, hey, you know, Jews do all this stuff. And I'm then, like, but where's the persuasion behind that yeah. versus you'd be like, hey, you know, all black people do is shoot people and do drugs. And then it's like, okay, you could show them two cop shows and then maybe they, it clicks in their brain, however backwards right, that is. Right. It's just the parallels aren't there for me. Yeah, no. It's interesting how they've managed to keep it going. Yeah, they didn't guess shit else. The only other thing they have is letting people come to their own conclusions. But people aren't really creative enough to like come up with new stereotypes and jokes that much. It's way easier to take the path of least resistance when it comes to stuff. What stereotype could I come up with? About who? About, hmm, Cambodians. I don't know, man. Boom. See, it's hard on the spot. <laughs> we on the spot right now. But 
it is what it is. <laughs> this is bad, but we talked about black stereotypes. Uh-oh. And I, I got a little bit niggerish when I was watching that fight between Chris Paul and like Rondo. We not even a sports podcast, but that shit, I don't even watch sports like that. But miraculously, I happened to be online in time. I was playing Overwatch initially, but people in the party I was playing Have with. Have you was played like, as the hamster yet? Yeah, I don't like that nigga. Oh. No, I don't like it that much. I play with Orisa if I'm going tank. I don't know a lot about that game. I got hyped when they released the hamster. When they released the hamster. I mean, he's fast. He can move around a lot, but it's kind of awkward a little bit. I don't like doing it. But I was playing it and everybody was like, oh, shit, they throw hands. And I was like, what? So, of course, I hop online and I look. Sure enough, Rondo punched and uh, what's my fucking Chris Paul in the face. Yeah, yeah that's right. And they just start throwing hands. And then this random nigga, Ingram, just came and, like, swung over the motherfucker. And I feel bad because I was excited. You can't yeah. help but get excited when There's shit's going down. There's something about, like, street punches. Motherfuckers, that, yeah. They're so gross and sloppy, it's but they're like, cool damn. at the same time. Like, when they connect, because you know, like, the chances of it connecting. Like, when you're throwing Negro punches, uh, <laughs> the chances of you hurting yourself are just as prevalent as you hurting the other person because the form can sometimes be crazy if you're not a professional and you know things get kind of sort of sloppy and more times than not there's a good chance that somebody might pull a banger before the fight reaches its conclusion it is what it is it's 2018 that's how people get down but the chances of anyone getting shot on the court was like exponentially low because they in the NBA. How the fuck are you going right, to play? Exactly, you right. can't dunk you can't with a dunk gun in your basketball strap. shorts? Yeah, nah. It's going to fall you? out. Like, come on now. Let's use logic. We're not stupid. But that shit was amazing. But the fight started apparently because Chris Paul was like, yo, he spat on me. And I was like, what? And apparently there's a video showing that saliva... Even though I'm an advocate. His mouth looked weird, but I didn't see anything come out. Right, but, right. So I got to check it myself. But I just want to comment on how the altercation began in my eyes with this right here. The finger, yeah. With the finger. Wait, he pushed his face, right? He I think his- he did. He did He, he did the finger. I, amongst, for those of you that do not know, uh, amongst African Americans, there's this thing. When there's an altercation, it can be verbal, whatever else goes, whatever. But there is nothing that's going to set it off. Queen Latifah, like someone taking their index finger, putting it in the point position, maybe with the thumb extended like a fake gun (laughs) and pressing it up against their opponent's forehead. Mm -hmm. All bets are off. The finger muff. The finger muff. It is the most disrespectful thing. I would rather you muff my entire head. At least I can come back from that and be like, yo, why you do that? But someone... Just tapping your forehead or like poking. You ever be surprised by how strong somebody's finger was? Yeah. A lot, yeah. Yeah, it's only like a few bones in that finger, but the motherfuckers be hurting. It's Every like Every now stabs. and then somebody will just have a strong ass fucking fingers and like they can finger muff you and your shit will really go back. Your shit will go back. You like, have no choice. Your finger should be hurt. You Why have is my no whole head moving? You just poked my skull and the skull is a way stronger bone than the mm-hmm. bones in the finger and the finger be bending and shit like that, but they just sent my whole noggin back. I'm a grown ass man. There's no other way it can go down if somebody does that to you. My favorite punch was when the ref was holding Rondo and he did that weird sweeping it, thing with oh, his that fist. Sweep, oh, is that when he caught? Uh, Rondo got caught with like an uppercut. Chris Paul. Yeah, sw- it was like a bootleg. It was uppercut. like a bootleg. It was like awkward. It was like bloop. I was like, damn. So, of course, I I got excited. I like that. See, shit. that's that sound effect. That doesn't work bloop. with real boxing. You're not going to watch a Mike Tyson punch bloop, bloop, and no. be like, bloop, nope. 
But you got to go wham for the mic. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. You got to go these, wham for these those. big sweeping street uh, fight punches. Those <laughs> are the bloops. Yeah. <laughs> if you are in Chicago and you talk to somebody about a fight that they had, the chances of them being like, man, I'm phone them gray, fam. I walked up on shorty ass. I get the bink, bink, yeah. bink, bink. And what's bink. interesting about that noise is. In my mind, that's like an aluminum bat noise. Bink, bink. Yeah. But how many of us have sense. played with that? Not me. My bats was wooden. Yeah. It was like a sound yeah. when it would hit the balls and stuff. So but that's nobody's going to say that in their story. Bink. Yeah, nobody does say that. So I get the swinging on shorty ass some Bloop, bloop. Bink, bink. <laughs> wham, wham, wham. The saying of sound effects instead of, like, that's a really, really cool thing. I like that shit. All right, cool. So I just wanted to knock that shit out. Also... We hey we talking about Negroes a lot. It's lit. So also well, Randy's it's, face. It's kind of it's kind of one of those podcasts. Yeah, it is. It's, it's Negro podcast. So I want to speak on. We talked about video games and we talked about you know black culture a little bit. I do and I have wanted to speak on Fortnite for a while. Okay, what happened? They keep doing it, but there will be dances that they release. Oh, right. for profit. Yeah. And it'll be like, yo, if you pay this much money, you can Fortnite is a free game. You can download it and play it for free. But if you want skins, if you want dance moves and emotes and shit like that, you can pay them. But a lot of these dance moves are Negro dance moves. Yes. And they aren't crediting the creators of these dance moves to when be they do fair, this. Now, there's clearly something wrong with this situation. But can you really find who created each dance move? For instance, you know, Michael Jackson gets a lot of credit for the moonwalk, but he's said in interviews, hey, I saw kids breakdance and I stole it from them. Like, yeah, when it comes to dancing, but there's something definitely gross about that. Yes. Even if we don't know what the answer is to fix it, it's like you're scooping up a piece of this culture and then everybody loves it. Right. Once you take it out of the, right. the sphere of blackness. Exactly. And there is a difference because we've spoken on this and there's a difference between us or someone doing it and then a completely different culture taking it and making a profit off hey, of it. Leave the Jabberwockies out of this. Hey, hey, yo, <laughs> hey, you say, hey, yo, hey, you said you specified. I didn't. That, that shit's like super duper. They got one black dude in there. I think he had Filipino though, right? I don't know, man. It's hard to masks. tell with the masks. Yeah. <laughs> like they started moving around. It was like, all right, this is blah, blah. And they would introduce themselves before they would start dancing. I'm and like, not to say that, bro, I'm you know, not going to remember. What they got on merit, but like, yeah, no, they it's not it. like nobody was doing that shit. Them until niggas cold. Yeah. What, you know, whatever popped off. Exactly. So there's a difference between a different culture taking these things and like pushing it for for profit and someone within the culture volunteering to do this. I don't know the situation when it comes to video game shit. There might be a nigga in the office, in the Fortnite office, like, hey, let's put this in the game. And you start Millie rocking like super crazy or something like that. But I feel like that's not the case. And I want to play a, a clip from how we get treated in the community. Like if one of us volunteers to kind of sort of go out for the check and whatnot. This is Paul Mooney speaking on MC Hammer doing what he can for the KFC. KFC ain't even that good. If it was Popeye's, I'd be down with that. And I didn't think I'd live this long to see a nigga dance for a piece of chicken. I turned on my TV set and saw Hammer dancing for some goddamn popcorn chicken. That's a goddamn shame. Some pop. What is it gonna be next week? Watermelon chicken? Is this nigga's mama still alive? He could go to his grandmother's house and get a free piece of chicken better than that popcorn shit. For fucking popcorn chicken. Is that a bitch? 
Well, what white man had the nerve to go talk to MC Hammer? Uh, Ham, uh, look, we've got a great commercial idea. We're gonna, it's chicken, it's, uh, popcorn chicken. Once you do that sort of nigger ghetto move when we give you the cue, we're gonna throw the chicken in the air. You'll catch it with those big nigger lips of yours. We know you won't miss. No, I'm being real. Fuck that. I'm, it's time to be real. It's just a late in the day. Fuck the bullshit. I'm not going for the bullshit no more. That's pretty wild. I don't like tossing the word appropriation around, but there's a difference like when it's for profit. That feels kind of... We don't know who created it, but we do know who was the one to get things to pop off a little bit. There's this one dude from New York who had a song about Millie rocking. You know, the I'm Millie Rock on every block. Yeah. Motherfucker. Apparently, he's doing research and looking into receiving monetary compensation from Fortnite for the Millie Rock being in the game. They don't name it. I feel like they know they're doing something wrong because they don't name it the actual name. Yeah, no. No, they switch it. That's nah, smart. They, they switch it entirely. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think for people who don't understand why this is an issue, it's not as though anybody is opposed to the sharing of ideas and culture, but it's not. It's the difference between sharing and having a circle of love and then being like, this is ghetto. And then it gets in a fortnight and then white eight year olds are doing it. And it's like, Yes. And plus, obviously, the money involved. If I see anyone else doing that fucking floss dance, man, I'm going to lose it. Is that the backpack it, dance? Yeah. Well, you take your arms and you do that thing. And if they that's keep, the floss dance? They be doing that shit. Yeah, I guess I knew so. it as the backpack kid dance. Man, that shit know. is weird. They be doing that shit on Ellen. They be doing that shit like... Did a, did a white person invent that? Because that might be a whole... They rarely do. I was just interested because there's the backpack kid, right? Yes. And he's white. So did he get that from somebody or did he just... I feel like he I feel like he got that shit from somebody, bro. He ain't make that shit up. Come and on then, But he got to be in the Katy Perry music video for Swish Swish Bitch. Swish Swish Bitch. Is that the one where she was voguing and shit like that? Or that was some different shit? That's the one where it's meme basketball, basically. Oh, God. Video. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Whatever happened to Katy Perry, man? Shit fell off all the hey, way. Hey, she's rich. She got... Uh, she got money. Hey, it's all hits. It, I guess. I guess, but... Regardless of what you think of her music, it's all hits, so I guess, you know? I guess. Sure, fuck it. It is what it is. Taylor Swift kind of fell off a little bit, too. I don't know where she at. Right? I mean, they do shows, but... I think me and you are too out of touch when it comes to you that. You know what? Fact. We don't, really we don't know, know what we talk. We don't look that shit up. Because to us, it could be like, man, like they haven't had a hit in a minute. And then you look up some shit and be like, okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I had a, a moment of that. I was listening to J-Lo for some reason. And I was like. She had hits. Right. Waiting but for tonight. I don't, in my mind, I'm not like, yeah, J-Lo, the accomplished singer. Like, that's not how I think of her. She's kind of, of annoying now. I yeah. think of her as like, okay. I'm old enough to remember her as the fly girl. Yes. Then she did a couple movies and then, yeah, she did some songs. But when you actually go back and look at it, you're like, oh shit, she had mad hits. No, she's she had like mad a hits. legitimate recording artist. Apparently she was out here, for but sure. it didn't occur to me in the moment. Right. Yeah. It's like one of those things I forgot. She probably about. got an Oscar. We don't even know about. For Geely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That movie is, you know what's so funny? That was seen as the worst movie of all time at that time. But I, I feel like there are plenty of movies plenty that now. have surpassed I've it. I've seen now. Street Fighter Legend of Chun Li, man. And I the entire time it. I was disgusted. I it couldn't was get like, through Dragon Ball Evolution. No, I didn't even start that. Yeah. Avatar, um, you know, we got to get back to get through that M. Night Shyamalan. I think he's going to do that shit. He did Split and he did. Unbreakable or some shit, but now I he's doing Mystic Glass. Bad movies were that, like, yeah, they weren't great, but they weren't they that weren't bad. I except guess, for you know, Avatar, Airbender, you, right? Besides that one, yeah. but I guess 
I think he was a victim of his own success because I guess exactly. the bar was set pretty high. But like the happening, it was corny, whatever. But like it was fine. Signs was okay. Signs was goofy. Signs was but good. Yeah, you'd watch it. Fine. I wonder if Mel Gibson. That whole movie was about him being kind of sort of racist a little bit because he was telling the aliens to go back to where they came from. <laughs> Lo and behold, in real life, he, <laughs> he'd be blaming stuff on Jewish people. Mel Gibson, we own to you, bro. But isn't that crazy? Like, okay. Maybe it's because of how we were raised and who we were raised around. I've never met somebody in real life who was like, you know, those fucking Jews. Like, never. Never. So it's weird to me when it comes out. It's like, but why are you mad? What did they do Where to you? Where are you getting this from? Like, what? That's what I don't get. Nobody popped out and slapped you with a yarmulke, bro. Like, nobody took the bacon off your plate. Why are you tripping? It's not that serious. People do the same thing with Muslims, though. They, they like to... They say, you know, a lot of terrorism is the result of, like, Muslims being free to worship and doing all these things. But, bro, like, if you get down into the history of certain things, like, I, America is what kind of got that shit started. that specific religion as right. it is how they don't have the same separations that we have here. Right. That's why there's an issue. Yes. Because you're going to have people taking the scripture literally regardless of what the faith is. Oh, yes. And it's going to be an issue. Yes. But we are lucky enough to have what we have here, even though there's evangelicals and whatnot who yeah. get rid of that. 80s Christians crazy, bro. They be showing up at every abortion rally, like wilding out. I'm like, don't do that. I feel like some of you guys, if you listen frequently, you know how we are with religion. We're not super duper religious. We respect people's religion. But uh, yeah, sure. Technically. Yeah, technically. I'm not going to disrespect your shit, but I will rarely be in a church. I'd be lost in church when I go. I'd be clapping off beat. No, I'm not that bad. I'll be hitting him with the Negro clap, but, you know, I just never know. Would you pretend to have the Holy Spirit in you? Hell no. There's no point to that. But what if they, like, what if the pastor came and muffed you real crazy and you fell down? Would you get up? Did he muff me with one finger? No. Or the whole, because I would swing on his ass. But if he muffed me, no. I would feel the power. I'd be like, bro, what are you doing? You're not going to get up and start doing some Millie Rock and the floss dance? Would it get me out of church sooner? Like, would they pick me up, carry me to the exit? And I would be able to leave? No. Then no, there's no point. I feel like church for the whole duration, it's them gauging how religious you are. So I think if you just have the Holy Ghost, they'd be like, all right, you've paid your dues. You can leave early. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, enjoy your time in hell then. Damn. Okay, cool. All right. So one thing that I want to mention right now, we mentioned that we have a treat for you guys. A little while back, I was online fucking around as I am wont to do, uh-huh. and I made a comment about Dr. Bronner's peppermint body wash. I got the bottle right here. I you've really read this got story. your finger on the pulse of Twitter. You've had some bangers lately. I just get lucky. Numbers-wise. You know, yeah. that's how I feel about Twitter, because like, anything that I've posted that's gotten more than like 100 retweets, it's because of like Sean retweeted it. Uh-huh. And it's usually something fucking I probably shouldn't even put, you know? Yeah. It's like some shit that I probably would have deleted, but it just happened to post it. All it takes is the right person seeing your shit and everybody in some way being able to relate to it or finding it humorous and shit just takes off. But I get upset sometimes. I'll tweet certain things that are like close to the heart and motherfuckers be like, man, shut up, log off, bitch. (laughs) Well, fuck me, I guess. But so Twitter provides me with a lot of entertainment. Yeah. But man, there'll there'll be some shit like, "Hey man, you ever open a bag of bread and then uh, it's stale up in there?" It'd be like yes. one hundred thousand, one hundred thousand. Like what? What the fuck is this? <laughs> like no, like I have some that have popped off. Like the French fry one. It was like I went to a Five Guys and I tried to order a large fry, and the cashier pulled me to the side, and Dan near asked me if I knew what I was doing. 
I was just saying that because it was true. Mm-hmm. Like we had this conversation. I still want to get a large fry. You think we can finish that between the two of us? Uh, a large maybe. fry? Maybe. I think the last time I got a large fry was with three people total. Oh, did I finish it? Maybe. We got to do it still. I think we were supposed to record us trying to do that once upon a time. A lot of starch. You get full off of that. Yeah, I think so. That's like Red Robin. That was their gimmick where you get unlimited fries. But like, who wants that? Like, what the fuck are you trying to as do? As much as I really enjoy steak fries, am I really going to sit up in there for two hours eating fries? I feel like my favorite fry might be... I'm very fond of crinkle because of what they usually come with. I think that's usually what Harold's has. It's like... When people get crinkle fries, they usually come with some bomb shit that you're about to eat. Waffle fries are acceptable. I wonder what it is about crinkle fries, because, you know, Shake Shack, which I think is overrated. It costs too much. It costs too much. I don't feel like the burger tastes like anything. Yeah, they don't uh, season it enough. But they they had crinkle fries, then they went to fresh cut fries, uh-huh. and then they had to go back to crinkle. I'm pretty sure almost all crinkle fries are frozen. They have to be. So it's like you as a restaurant, like, okay, we're going to up our game, have fresh potatoes. going to be... And people are like, nah, fuck that. I don't want them crinkle fries. Yeah. It's really interesting. You know, honestly, I feel like tater tots don't get the respect that they deserve. Some people are tater tot fanatics. They can be. It's a polarizer. Either you're all about it. Skylark, that's all people talk about. No, I haven't. For $3 or something, you get a big ass thing of tater tots with like five dipping sauces. Five dipping sauces. Just put. Is cheese one of the dipping sauces? No. It's it's ranch, honey mustard. Why the fuck would I want to put honey mustard on my tater tots? No. The fuck these niggas doing? This shit is unruly. But anyway, the <laughs> the Dr. Bronner's 18 in 1 hemp peppermint pure is a Castile or Castile soap? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. I wash my ass with this on a regular basis. It's pretty good for your body. I made a comment about how when you get up in between the cheeks, it's what's the word for it? refreshing, reinvigorating. It's like biting into a York peppermint patty. It is. It's like a five gum commercial in between your ass cheeks, mm-hmm. pretty much. But it's pretty awesome. It's very, you feel clean afterwards, that's for sure. But I was talking about it. I tweeted about it. And the account for Dr. Browner's actually responded and was like, dilute, dilute, like dilute the soap, dude. And I was like, <laughs> it was pretty funny. But I reached out to them, let them know that I co-host a podcast with Reggie here. And I asked if they would be willing to give us some products for a giveaway. And they said, yeah. So not only will you be able to share the minty ass experience, but we're going to have three bottles going out. Let's have the Dr. Bronner's Icy Challenge (laughs) to see who could dilute it the least and still take it. You just got to pour it straight into your ass crack. Yeah. Yeah. You got to record it. And you got to describe it. Did it feel like people were skiing on your cheeks or? Did it feel like the Titanic as it hit the iceberg? Like Uh, you got to. Is it it too soon? No. Okay. (laughs) No, did you? There was some shit going around that they're going to do Titanic Part 3 or whatever the fuck. I don't want that. Like in real life. They're making a big ass ship. Oh, no, I don't trust that. Oh, no, baby. I feel like they got to do it in space. Like if you want to have. We're over both. We've been we've been sailing. Yeah, we've had plane tragedies. We had the Zeppelin. Right. Famously, oh the humanity. Fuck out of here. If you're gonna have a new Titanic, it's got to be in space, and a bunch of people got to get sucked out and all that shit. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not going for none of that. I'm not going either. I hope they don't let black people on the same way they did with the original Titanic. Apparently, they wasn't really trying to let niggas on the original Titanic, and look what happened. But that's okay. So if they do on the space, they'll be like, hey, no, they going to find a way to make sure we can't get on there. And I'm going to be cool with it because y'all, I'm not that adventurous. Y'all Rule is going to have a concert in space. Oh, exactly. Gonna and go. people going to get stranded again. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. So um, 
pretty much if you share this episode and add the caption hashtag spit sessions along with maybe hashtag Dr. Bronner's or something to that effect, we have three eight ounce bottles that they will send out to people that will be randomly selected. We're going to write down the at names or the names and addresses of the winners, but we're going to write down all of the at names, record ourselves tossing them into a hat or something that we can just toss it into. We're going to pull out three names and those people will win some free minty booty sauce. And it's kind of lit. I mean, it's free stuff. So, so why I will you? say normally I don't participate in things like this as a listener, fan, Twitter yeah. user. But think of it this way, people. You get something for free. You get to support a DIY operation of people who try to be nice to people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't stab anybody. We don't curse people out unless we have to. Yeah, it's very rare. So I think it's a good that. cause all the way around. I think so. And you'll feel clean. The cake's going to be clean. I'm telling you, when the breeze hits you, like after you wash up in the nooks and crannies with this, you will thank us. You'll be happy. Your life will be better. Dr. Bronner's. <laughs> Let it in you. <laughs> All right, cool. So like we said, it is Halloween. And if you are familiar with us, last year we ended up. We accidentally started a tradition. We started a tradition. Exactly. So annually, what we're going to end up doing is we're going to share stories, Halloween stories. So you want to do this first or. I don't care if you have an idea in your mind already, we can. Okay, let me see. Because you definitely killed it last year with the Hotel Werewolf. That shit was amazing, honestly. How long did it take you to do that? Not very long. The idea just popped into my mind and it just flowed out. The same thing happened this year. Oh, really? I had a concept. Well, the concept didn't go the way I thought it would. Uh Uh-huh. But it's still, yeah, it's like an hour. Okay, cool. I respect it. All right, since you went first last year, I guess I'm going to go first this year. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's set the mood right. We got to get the spooky music going on. All right, come on, dog. (laughs) All right, here we go. Detective Danforth ashed his black and mild as he approached the scene, fortifying his resolve before having someone nearby reveal the body. Oh, this is some old bullshit, he said as he threw the filter into the nearby gutter. Not again. Looking down, the victim appeared to be sleeping, yet having a nightmare. Eyes squinted tightly, closed and frozen, making that face that niggas do when they're trying to sneeze but it won't come out. Nothing seemed amiss until he gazed below the belt, focusing on where all the blood was coming from. Their ass was missing. (laughs) Both cheeks, apparently chewed down to the booty bones, written in blood next to the victim's gluteusless body, were words smeared repetitively into the concrete. You a stupid hoe. You a you a stupid hoe. You a stupid hoe. You a you a stupid hoe. You a stupid hoe. You a you a stupid hoe. You a stupid hoe. Yeah, you a stupid hoe. Damn, that's a lot of blood. Said one of the cops. Wait, are there any white people on this police force? No, this is a fantasy land. Hi, hi. Damn, that's a lot of blood, said one of the cops, before turning around to make sure pedestrians didn't walk onto the crime scene. It's been a while, but it looks like the best ass eater is back at it again, said the detective. He heard a snicker from behind him. 
best ass eater? Someone whispered under their breath. Is this funny to you, rookie? The detective said, turning to face the fresh-faced officer behind him. The eater is the most dangerous serial killer we have roaming the streets. Countless bodies have been left cheekless. The survivors know better. Being forced to awkwardly sit, leaning from the lack of booty meat, like Michael Jackson in the Smooth Criminal video. Is this a fucking game to you? The rookie looked away, feeling shame. The detective turned back towards the body before the rookie could respond, reaching for his phone and speaking to both himself and those within earshot. The eater killing started years ago, a week after the ass remix by Big Sean came out. We have reason to believe Nicki Minaj's demand to be pointed to the best butt muncher awakened something in the perpetrator. A need to not only be the most devoted stand for Nicki Minaj, but the most devoted stand of all time. Things were simple when the Nicki Minaj stands, bars, they call themselves, were focused on the fans of other artists. But judging from this victim's tank dress and the amount of money she saved in her purse from not purchasing the new album, they've started attacking one another. Man, you about to be in so much fucking trouble after this. <laughs> Detective Danforth started dialing on his phone. Edwards, did I wake you up? I'm sorry to disturb you, but they're back. And I think this shit just got real. Back at the precinct, Detective Danforth paced from wall to wall as his partner yawned while studying the photos from the crime scene. That's them, all right, said his part. Last time the killings were happening, they were sloppy, but they looked rushed. This was clean, methodical almost. I mean, they really got up in that ass. I know the detective yelled as he threw a chair across the room. He sat down in the only other chair in the room, frustrated. Why now? Why start the killings again? And how they've been able to evade us for so long? It's an open wound that's been reopened. Not only that, with you retiring, I'll be left to crack the case on my own. I just feel so lost. Edward stood and placed a hand on his partner's FUBU button up. If there's one thing I've learned over the years is that things happen for a reason. Do you remember the first case we came across? Danforth nodded. Yeah, like it was yesterday. The victim's name was Michael. It happened by his motorcycle. The killer left a note about how the victim's penis was a bigger than a tower, and they weren't talking about Eiffels. That wasn't the worst part. The way the killer wrapped the victim up in that tarp, we had to be careful not to cut into his flesh getting his body out. That tarp was tighter than a dick in the butt, interrupted Edwards. I recall, and it's a goddamn shame. In any case, you're like a brother to me. Wait, which one is wearing FUBU? The the one who's about to retire? Uh, Danforth. Danforth. Why? Because they got nice button-ups. I look. They got nice button-ups. Yeah. You can put a tie on them and shit like that. Hold on. Put, wait, hold on. Wait. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Them shit costs like $200. All right, cool. I got to get it back in the character. All right. You're like a brother to me. Though I'll be off the force soon, I'm always here for you. And I'm willing to help you in any way possible. Please reach out to me for anything. They locked eyes, shook hands, and gave one another the black man head nod. A week later, Detective Danforth sat solemnly in the driver's seat of his car as his now former partner looked out the window. Money by Cardi B came on the radio. Detective Edwards reached and turned the volume down. You're going to drive yourself crazy. This is your last time seeing me for a while. Is this how you want to spend the moments we have left? He said. Danforth snapped out of it. They spent the remainder of the ride reminiscing and speaking about the good times. The car pulled up to O'Hare, and the two men stepped out of the vehicle, walking to the trunk. 
I'll get my bags, Edward said. You have enough on your mind. Plus, I may be retired, but I'm not too old to lift my own luggage. They both chortled. Apparently, you're too old to zip your bag all the way up. Be careful there. Danforth wittily shot back. Haha, I guess I was moving too fast, Edwards replied, zipping the compartment closed. The two men walked into the airport, stopping at a bar for one last drink together. So I guess this is it. When will you be back? Oh, I don't know. There's a whole world out there that hasn't been seen yet. It's a lot to take in, Edward said as he stared off into the distance with a smile on his face. There's so many things to learn, foods to try, experiences to have. You're never done growing as a person, you know that? I'm excited to see who I'll become now that I have time to myself without any expectations being thrust upon me by society, co-workers, or... Edwards cut himself short after seeing the look of concern on Danforth's face. I'm, I'm sorry. I guess my tolerance ain't as good as it used to be. Let's have a toast, shall we? Li- they lifted their glasses with the remainder of their incredible hulks glimmering underneath the sunlight coming through the window. Walking back to the car, his heart was heavy, but his mind was busy. Something was nagging at him, but the hypnotic and Hennessy suppressed his urge to focus on it. Danforth opened the car door and sat in the driver's seat, thinking about the last few seconds he spent with his best friend and the words exchange. To freedom, Edwards had said before downing the rest of his Negro cocktail, the moment playing over and over in his mind. Wait, wait, Danforth said aloud as the cogs in his mind started rapidly spinning. He hopped out, looking around like a madman. It can't be. Then he thought of the trunk. He opened it slowly and froze. He reached in, grabbed the 40-inch wig inside, and went, No! As he sank to his knees, the sound of an airplane taking off on his way to China muffled his screams. The end. So, I thought it was him when his bag wasn't zipped all the way. Was that part of the... It started with him turning down Cardi B in the car. I snuck that in there. But the bag was unzipped because that's where the 40-inch wig came yeah. from. You see? Boom. I thought maybe a bunch of asses were going <laughs> to fall cheeks. out of his luggage. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been nasty. Five been whole home. asses tumbled out of his luggage. That's a lot of booty meat in the trunk. <laughs> booty in the trunk. I was wrapped up into that. Like, I was ready for the mystery. Like, Thank you. The whole first half of that, I was like, man, who the fuck? I left it in the place where I could, like, probably pick it up later if people were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> were return in, of the ass eater. Exa- return of the ass eater. All right, cool. That's what's up. So, thank you. That's, that's been my story. That show. was three pages? Yeah, it was three pages. I was reading it. I, like I was, 22 point font? Something like that. <laughs> All right, it's your turn. Go ahead, do your thing. I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I had a title for this, but it fucking ruined the end of it. So it's Vampire Party or something. The name of mine was The Best Ass Eater, but I feel like See, that doesn't ruin your... I don't even have a plot twist, but... Nah, go ahead and do your thing. Uh, Shouts out to M. Night Shyamalan. Continue. It was a chilly autumn night. The moon was full and the owls were hooting. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Chad just left a Halloween party and was feeling recklessly horny. Luckily, he met a nice young lady while he was there. She said her name was Linexia. Probably some made-up bullshit vampire name to go with her vampire costume, he thought. But regardless, she had some sweet fucking boobs, bruh. Linexia was leading him a few blocks away to an industrial area behind some train tracks. She told Chad she wanted to go somewhere more private. Chad White, right? Well, you'll get a sense but couldn't bring him to her place because her roommate was pissed at her. Chad didn't care about the who, what, why, or where. 
He just wanted to feel on some jugs. They rounded a corner and found themselves in what seemed to be an abandoned Nike sweatshop. They took a moment to admire Chad's Jordans while doing a sky point in recognition of the kids who made those fly-ass kicks possible. They're making shoes in heaven now for Jesus, said Chad. True dat, replied Linexia. Suddenly, Linexia shoved Chad against the wall. I think your Larry Bird in blackface costume is really sexy, she purred. Chad responded with, yeah, I love white basketball players and owning SJWs. <laughs> By the way, your titties are fucking spooktacular. <laughs> Her name, by the way, so I, I googled female vampire names, and this was on a list. I don't know, like, if it's, oh my I don't God. know if that's coming through good, because. No, it works. Okay. It sounds like erectile dysfunction medication, too. Take <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Linexia today. Mm. You know just how to compliment a lady, LOL, cooed Linexia. She tried to wink, but accidentally closed both of her eyes at the same time. <laughs> Fuck. Well, close enough, she thought. Linexia was tired of beating around the bush. How about I put my whole mouth around your penis, she asked. Before, Ch- <laughs> Before Chad had a chance to high-five her, she had already begun her sword-swallowing show. Normally, someone moving towards his dick faster than Usain Bolt would be cause for alarm, but for now, Chad was solely focused on what was surely the best scully he had ever received. Suddenly, two figures emerged from the shadows. Is there enough schlong for us, too? Chad looked up to see two more fine vampire mommies. This must be my lucky date, Chad yelped as he high-fived himself. Now three vampire babes are going to town on Chad's erect wiener. The only thing keeping him from shooting off like Spider-Man was the fact that they seemed to be using more and more teeth. Careful, ladies, Chad requested. Linexia paused and looked up at him. Sorry, is this better? She hissed as two of her teeth grew into fangs. Well, uh, no, Chad said. (laughs) As Linexia sank her fangs into the flesh of his Johnson. Chad tried to scream, but penis blood had sprayed into his throat, causing him to gag. (laughs) All three of the vampire women bit into his penis repeatedly until it looked like Swiss cheese. They threw him to the ground and skipped in a circle while his penis gushed like a sprinkler system. They played patty cake and sang Miss Mary Mack in the blood spray. Chad slowly lost consciousness to the sound of double dutch ropes hitting the ground. A loud crash caused the vampires to freeze in place. Nobody knew about their penis-biting rampage. No one should be here. That could only mean one thing. Van Helsing, the vampire hunter? They nervously asked into the darkness. Nah, baby, the emerging figure replied. I'm Van Dixling, the vampire fucker. Van Dixling leapt into the air and decapitated Chad as he landed. Man, fuck Larry Bird. (laughs) (laughs) That's real though, man. Fuck Larry Bird. Yeah, for Uh, real. (laughs) Linexia and her vampire friends stared at Van Dixling in horny admiration. Please don't harm us. We'll do anything. We know we're no match for you. Look, I'm a level with you, Van Dixling responded. I just so happened to have a blade costume and a black dynamite costume at the crib and mix them together and hit up this Halloween party. Unfortunately, I hit a blunt laced with angel dust and I also took some ecstasy. I didn't even know this sword was real. Fuck, I really killed a guy, huh? (laughs) So look, 
if you can find me a safe, warm place to chill till the morning, we don't have no beef. Ha ha, well, I could think of at least three soft, warm places for you tonight. Our vaginas. Oh my god. And so the three real vampires and the super high black dude went back to the vampire hideout and fucked all night. And in the morning, Van Dixling, whose real name was Daryl apparently, <laughs> made them cheesy grits, Jimmy Dean's breakfast sausage, and biscuits with jelly. Hey, that shit go hard. The end. Oh, especially when you make a sandwich out of all of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Daryl knows. Bro- yeah, that shit delicious. Hey, that's what's up. That's cool. You know what? This is the second year down with the with the Halloween stories. That and was pretty good. We're fucking perverts, I guess. I guess we just pretty ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? How did you spell Linexia? How's that spelled? L Y N E X I A. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that's exotic. I'm sure if you Google that, you get a lot of weird vampire fan I'm fiction. Pretty sure you will. Really painful stuff. But okay, that's what's up. You know what? Dick blood is what got me, like, for the most part. There's no artery in there like that, I don't think. I think it just inflates. I like, like the, the, the visual of, of just blood spraying out like that for no reason. Nah, it's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure that shit, like, shoots out all crazy and whatnot. I think that's pretty much it, though, man. You got anything you want to <laughs> you want to promote at all? We can address this one tweet that I saw as I was coming here really quick. Oh, okay, cool. Well, so, no, no. somebody... Said, I'm so horny, but I'm too high to be able to jerk off quietly, so I guess I'll just die. And it kind of got my mind working. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do I not masturbate loud enough? When you're drunk or high, do you masturbate? Like, are you yelling? No. No. I have questions. I'm very incognito when I'm solo stroking. And you live alone now. You could. I could, potentially, but I just have no reason to. I think. After years, I probably conditioned myself to not be intrusive. Yeah. Like vocally when I'm beating off. Because it's You probably don't even turn the volume up that high. Nah, I didn't at first. I'm starting to venture off into (laughs) turning the volume up a little bit just because I can. But for sure, I definitely, I might venture and be like, I wonder how loud this can get. But I have no reason. As long as I can hear it, I'm good. There's no reason to be like yelling and shit like that. You know, when dudes be in pornos and shit, like it's the end of the scene, they be like, ah, (laughs) ah. I feel like that's unnecessary. Ah, why are you doing that? There's no reason to be doing I that. Hey, when the sound is out of sync with the shit. I always think like, is this shit buffering correctly? Like, did I click the wrong thing? Is my internet fucked up? You know, and I don't like having to assess myself and like worry about those things. I think volume. So I, I never understood glory hole <laughs> videos mm-hmm. until I was able to watch porn with the volume on regularly. Uh-huh. And I think that had a lot to do with it. Oh, really? So... A glory hole video with the volume muted. It's not like, the same. It's not the same? It's the experience not to me. Is wrong? No? What's missing? Try it. I guess I can. I'll like watch it. I'll pop All some popcorn. All them like turkey noises and shit. Oh, would they be like, Kira Noir retweeted some shit that I said about Kira Noir. That was like a highlight, dude. She was really, hey, I feel like we're getting into, you know, with a spooky season, fuck it a little bit, but we expressing a lot about ourselves right now. Kira Noir is a very beautiful young lady. She's very talented. She does what she can. She does it enthusiastically. And I made a comment about her performances and she was very receptive of them. And she appreciated She appreciates them. her fans. That's nice. That was very nice. I was like, cool. I'm professional. So there's that. But yeah, no, nah, I guess I can pop some popcorn and like put the shit on the big screen with an HDMI cable and just like black. I could probably hook it up to the amp 
Yeah, 4K, 60 frames a second, surround sound. <sighs> People would not want me living here no more. But I think that's pretty much it, though. We can go ahead yeah, and uh, wrap you know, it up. Everybody be good to each other. Be good yes. to yourselves. Take care of each you other. Know, make sure you masturbate this week. For treat, sure. Yeah, treat get yourself. it in. Treat yourself. Also, yes, if we didn't state the rules, share this episode along with the caption, hashtag spit sessions, hashtag Dr. Bronner's. You can add us as well. And... We're just going to take an at name or whatever else and like throw it in the bag or the bowl or the hat or whatever the fuck. We can use one of Reggie's hats. Mm-hmm. Cool. There you go. Or one of uh, Delancey's Jimmy hats. They, they can fit a lot of uh, I don't, papers I up don't, in it. They be self-lubricated so that'll ruin the paper, but it's all good. But until next. On the inside too? Or I do you think, wear them inside out? Nah, this people, they, people weird for that. No. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> selfish. But until next time, we'll catch you guys. Yeah. Peace out.